back-to-school shopping on a budget. It is Seven Figures, Smart Money Strategies for Women. I am Sandy Waters. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to listen to the podcast every week. And they just told me that over the past few months, we have so many new listeners. So welcome if you're new to the podcast. Each week, we reach out to the experts, financially savvy people, and we learn from them. What do they know that we should know? What are they doing with their finances that we should be doing? The goal is to walk away with little nuggets of financial knowledge that you can put into action today that will help you feel more comfortable and confident about your financial future. Thank you to our friends at Family First Credit Union, big supporters of the Seven Figures podcast from day one, big supporters of financial education. So we appreciate them. All right. Ask your kids if they're watching the videos on YouTube. It's called the No Budget Challenge. And there are certain videos specifically about the No Budget Back to School Shopping Challenge. I am not kidding you. These videos are getting millions of views. But that is not real life. That is not how we roll. We are all about the budget. And that's what we're going to talk about this week. Back to school shopping on a budget. Yes, a budget. We cash it with our expert, Kara Selke from the Rochester Malls. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me, Sandy. It's Can my pleasure. Can you believe this is a trend? No. I... The no budget challenge. And the video series is parents saying, hey, kids, there's no budget today. I wish we had that when I was a kid. I know, right? <laughs> So let's come back down to reality now. Exactly. We all have a budget and we need to stick to it. When it comes to back to school shopping, oh my gosh, it's tough on some families. Absolutely. And there's also a lot of peer pressure out there. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a great time to teach your child some financial responsibility that they just don't understand that, you know, the money doesn't grow on trees and that everything can just be handed to them. Yeah. Our job as parents is to keep reinforcing real life. There is a budget. There needs to be a budget. So how can we back to school shop without busting the budget? I think the first thing to do would be to sit down with your kids and make a list. You know, discuss needs versus wants. Discuss, you know, things that possibly can be reused. If you can reuse certain school supplies, um, you know, if they're in a younger grade, you know, reusing of crayons or book bags or... um, See, that's the big debate in our house every year is the book bag. Yeah. I'm like, your book bag is fine. What's the problem? You don't need another one. Well, and I think it gets a little bit easier as they get older because they don't need the cartoon book bag anymore. Yeah. So if yeah. you can buy them, even if you spend a little money one year on a book bag, that is a heavier duty book bag that's going to last them five years or yeah. three years, you know, something like that, that they can use over and over. That's a solid color. Maybe it's monogrammed or something. I like your idea of um, sitting down and planning out the list, the game plan before you go to the stores, because you're right. Otherwise, you'll be all over the place. Right. Is that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, part of it is if there is a rainy day or some evening, make it fun. But you're going to have to go through their closets, you know, and let's see, have have you outgrown this? Or, you know, did you forget that the bottom of the pile there are these really cool pair of jeans you can wear? You know, I mean, I do that as an adult all the time. You'd be amazed the shoes I find (laughs) if I just dug. Um, So, you know, I think a little pre-planning, it takes time, but it's going to save you down the road. And it's a great lesson to teach the kids organization and a plan. You need that with your finances. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think if you you could kind of tie it all in and if you're going to donate stuff they've outgrown, you kind of explain that there's people less fortunate out there in the world. 
you know, and that if you're going to get something new, you're helping somebody else by giving them something yeah. that, that's a little bit used. What else? Um, I would say, you know, kind of wait. Don't buy it all at once. Um, you know, you're excited to go back to school shopping, but and you're going to go do it today. It's 93 degrees outside. Maybe you want to go in the air conditioning and do it. But, you know, you start school the day after Labor Day. It could be 93 degrees yeah. out. You're not wearing yeah, jeans true. and sweaters and boots and that kind of thing. So hold off a little bit. Hold off for some of the sales. Hold off and see, you know, what their friends are wearing because maybe they think that, you know, let's go to the Aeropostale outlet and save a bunch of money and buy all this stuff. But then they get to school and they want all of that and they want another name brand of some sort. So it it is easier on your budget to stretch it out over a few months than just, hey, the August budget is going to be tapped out because we went back to school shopping 100 percent. Absolutely. Right. If you can see what you can really afford this month. And then budget, okay, a little bit more in the budget for September and buy the rest of it. Yeah. You know, another suggestion, too, is if you're able and you have that disposable income to buy it in the early months, you know, as you're shopping with your teen or preteen or even your younger child, you see certain items, you know, you could watch them go on sale and go buy them and then surprise them for the holiday with them. You know, if they're not, if it's not a complete, you know, fall trend type thing, but something they can wear throughout the year or use throughout the year. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, I would prioritize your spending. There's certain items that you're going to want to spend a little bit of money on. Um, you know, like we discussed a book bag, perhaps a good winter coat, um, you know, a good pair of gloves, something that they're going to use over and over, but you need a higher quality, Mm -hmm. um, that's going to last, you know, cause it does add up. You might think, oh, that's a great coat for 20 bucks on the clearance rack. Yeah. You know, or that's a, at old Navy, you know, you can, you can get some nice, things that you can interchange in and out, but spend your uh, larger dollars on higher quality. Yeah. You know, the winter coat. You're right. There are certain things that it's okay to spend money on because you're right. You're going to use it for a while. Yeah. And that's something too, as as you're making your list, you know, kind of make priorities of where you think your dollars need to be stretched. Is there a better time to shop early, late? I think it depends on what you're shopping for. Okay. Um, we find in this market here in Rochester that, you know, things will go quickly. Those popular items are going to go quickly. And a lot of times if you wait for them to be on clearance, the sizes, the selections, that kind of thing, are, colors are very minimal. You can find some great deals if you have a growing child. If you're in the elementary school age, like I said, you know, spend the money on the winter coats, but you can get some great ones on the clearance racks as well. Um, and you know that next year you're going to buy a new one. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're buying a winter coat for your high schooler, they probably can wear the same winter coat. You know, if you get a nice down coat or North Face yeah. or something. They better not, wear it again. <laughs> right. They're not going to outgrow that. So, <laughs> but your kindergartner is. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and I haven't done that in every year I say I should, is to stock up, buy in bulk almost, or just buy a lot of that one item that you know that you're going to need next year. So if you have an elementary school kid, buy a whole bunch of crayons. So then next year you don't have to worry about buying the crayons yeah. and have already next year's supplies starting to build up. Absolutely. And those standard supplies, you, you can do that because you know they're not, I mean, crayons are crayons. They're not right. going to change Crayola's Crayola. Right. Or throughout <laughs> or, the year. Or by, multicolor yeah. is multicolor. So, yeah, you know, if you wander through Target and you see them in the, those dollar bins, you know, yeah. at a, on an off season or something, grab them. Um, or if they have a great sale where you buy two packs for something. You know? I have a friend who's really good with that. Just throughout the year, she'll pick up an extra glue stick because at that point it doesn't 
you know, bust the budget. It's just an extra glue stick or a pack of pencils. And because she knows the kids are going to need it. So she has the back to school bin always full. And I'm like, oh, God, I wish I was that. I mean, I think that I'm planned and prepared, but I wish I was to that level. (laughs) Although I'm not sure your house might be full of too many things, too, which is a whole nother discussion. But (laughs) I need a bigger house. How to declutter sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, Okay, so now finding sales, too. Where's the best way? How can we stay in the loop with the sales? Um, you know, a lot of retailers nowadays are really on social media. So, you know, you, you'll see the Instagram posts. You'll see the tweets. You'll see the Facebook pages. You'll get email blasts. If you have a favorite store, your child has a favorite store, you know, friend those. Um, sign up for the email blasts. I know sometimes they can get obnoxious, but, you know, you can glance at it. I'm also one that I go through every day and I kind of delete, delete, delete. And then I stand in a store and I search my deleted files <laughs> for like, wait, I think I saw, like I was not coming to the store, yeah. but you know. And sometimes you can get a discount just by liking a page. Absolutely. Or... Yeah. There'll be, you know, look for those signs when you're standing in line. You know, a lot of times right at their, their POS, at the countertops, you know, they'll say, um, a lot of times there's a text one, you know, text this code and we'll send you a coupon. And by the time you're done standing in line and get to the register, you have that yeah. 10% off coupon. You know, and then you can turn that texting off afterwards. It's and not, I have to give you guys credit at the Rochester Mouse because all your, um, and now you have a Facebook page for each individual mall. But Correct. you guys kind of keep us on top of what the sales are and stores to follow and who's offering what. Yeah. And we also, um, if you sign up with us, um, we, each mall does their own individual weekly email blast. And in the email blast, there are certain stores highlighted that have given us information on st- on sales as well. Oh, okay. And it does link to the website, but, you know, it's a quick, you can glance at it. They usually go out every Friday morning. Okay. Um, so you, you know, could, when you're sitting down making your list before you do that weekend back to school shopping trip, you know, kind of go through it and say, oh, Children's Place has, you know, buy one, get one 50% off of polo shirts or, you yeah. know, different things like that. And that would help when you make your list to kind of plan ahead and look for those things. Now, this all is, I know it's a stressful time for a lot of us parents because it is a lot of money, especially the more kids that you have. It's like, holy cow, how can you afford this all? So hopefully some of these tips will help you out. But to allow your kids to really be involved in all of this, this process of sitting down and making the list of, you know, going through your closets and seeing what you really need versus want. Plus, you guys have a fantastic idea with have the kids manage the budget. Yeah. Um, you know, I think especially in the little bit older ages, your preteen and your high school students. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's not so cool to go shopping with mom. And they want to go do it off oh, on their own. I know it's heartbreaking, but <laughs> that hurts. That hurts when you said that. <laughs> well, mom, grab a cup of Starbucks, put your feet up in our soft seating, and at least you kind of, you know, you have an eye on them. <laughs> you get a break for a few minutes. Um, our suggestion is when you come up with that budget, buy a mall gift card for that amount of that budget. So if your budget is $200 or $300, buy that gift card, give it to your child. And then they learn, you know, that it's not an endless stream and they have to prioritize. Um, They can go shopping with their friends. They don't have the hassle of having your credit card and you're worried about them overspending. Um, Stores sometimes are getting a lot tougher in accepting credit cards. So, you know, they realize that they're not Sandy Waters, they're Leo, you know, and they won't let them use it. Um, A lot of the chip cards now have PIN numbers. You might not want to give it to your 
yeah. child, the PIN number, because, you know, are they going to remember it? Do they write it down? Do they drop the piece of paper? All of that do kind of thing. parents things. do that? Give their kids their credit You'd cards? be surprised. Yes. I would never dare. Yeah. So and, yeah, and, this is a better alternative. Right. I love this idea. When you said, hey, let's talk about this. I have this idea. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm totally doing that this year. Because they always go over budget. Right. Because this is mommy's credit card. They don't know. They don't know. And so if it's a gift card, you can't yeah, go over budget. You can't go over budget. And it will teach them, you know, even though you, it kind of goes back to the list, even though you've made that list, yeah. it'll teach them to prioritize. It'll teach them the struggles you and I have. Like, do I really need this $200 pair of boots or do I need three outfits for $200? Yeah. So they can learn that the value of the dollar based on this. And then if they go over, they're standing there at the store. And, and uh... it's declined, unfortunately. <laughs> You know, and honestly, it would help you with your budget, too. I mean, yes. I children do have moms wrapped around their fingers and, yep. you know, they're in the dressing room and they've tried on a whole bunch of stuff. And you're like, oh, you're right. That top is so adorable. We'll get that, too. Or if they're just hormonal and they're just a typical teenager and, you know, they're whatever. Mom, please. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you just want to get out of there. Yes. So you're yep. like, OK, we'll take that. <laughs> to put it politely, they're right. stressing you out and you just want to go home. Yeah. And you're at that point, you're not paying attention to the budget. Yeah. You're just let's get this over with. Yeah. You know, so. How about let's all do this. We'll get our kids a gift card and uh, we'll do the. Back to school. Yes, there is a budget challenge. That's what we're doing. And I love this it. is our new video series. I love that All idea. Right, so put together your video and tag us in it. What is the budget, a good safe budget that you think is enough? Um, again, I think it, it's an individual situation, yeah. you know. Um nationally they say that uh about thirty nine percent of us plan to spend between a hundred and three hundred dollars, and then a twenty eight percent of us are shelling out between $300 and $500 for back to school. $500 a kid. kid. Yeah. Kara, jeez. Right. We got to get a second job. Exactly. <laughs> so, but again, you know, that's national numbers. But I think the $1 to $300 is managed. It's very doable. And I mean, again, like I said, it depends on what's on your list. If there's a winter coat on your list, that budget's blown pretty quickly. Yeah. You know? So I think when you make that list, it helps you determine the budget as well. How far can you stretch the budget? Absolutely. And, you know, it, it might even be a fun challenge to do within your own household, too. Yeah. You know, if you have kids close enough in age that yeah, you know, kind of say, Here, here's yours and here's yours and let's see who. Yes. You know? And so to help you do that, we are giving away a $100 mall gift card. Are you really? You're just going to give us a gift card to give we away? We are. One <gasps> lucky listener can uh, get that. Well, that is a total surprise for everybody listening, and me included. Okay, so I think we're going to put a link on the show notes, uh, a register to win link. So just click on that, easy, fill it out, and we'll pick one winner of the $100 gift card to the Rochester Malls, which will make back-to-school shopping so much easier on the budget. That is so wonderful of you. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. We're challenging people out there to... Yeah. Kind of take this life step with your kids to teach them something, but, you know, kind of also help you out so that you're not overspending. Yes, and seriously, I'm going to do a video. You do it, too, and we'll all tag each other on uh, on Facebook. Tag the Rochester Malls or whichever mall that you do specifically go to, and it'll be fun to watch everybody's, uh, yes, there is a budget. We are living in reality <laughs> here. <laughs> Challenge. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
Kara Selke from the Rochester Malls. And again, win that $100 mall gift card. Just go to the show notes, click the link. The register form will be there and uh, we'll give you the weekend to get your name in to win that. Awesome. Okay, so next week, why we need to start teaching our kids about money early. And when I say early, I'm talking before they can speak. Believe it or not, our kids develop money habits by the age of seven. So we need to diligently form and mold those money habits before then. Thank you so much again for listening to the Seven Figures podcast. If there's anything that you want us to address, a financial topic that you want to learn more about, just reach out to me, Sandy at RochesterBuzz.com. In the meantime, thank you so much for spreading the word about the Seven Figures podcast and subscribing. And I'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. 